Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, New Chess Audio Experience, hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far, recording this on a Wednesday as usual. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's there's so much and not much going on around the Jets, and I'm meaning that. You know, all, all this talk about the quarterback and all this talk about, you know, roster management and what are the Jets going to do to clear up some cap space, but nothing has really, you know, materialized yet. Um, I think that's kind of just like how this offseason has gone so far for the Jets. It's only been a couple days since the Super Bowl, right? The Chiefs obviously beating the Philadelphia Eagles for whoever, you know, maybe a Chiefs fan. Congratulations. Um, hopefully the Jets can put up numbers or, you know, um, in the AFC next season um, and compete with the team like the Chiefs if they have a competent quarterback. Um, may that be, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, who who knows? Um, there, there are multiple reports out there that the Jets are interested in both of those guys. Um, Derek Carr, of course, released from the Raiders um, after nine years with the team. Um, so he, he'll, he'll likely be, um, you know, a place of destination for him will likely be the Jets, and I could see, you know, Multiple teams being interested in Carr um, through, throughout throughout the next couple of days here. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to take too long for him to make a decision. Um, I do think that he'll have some suitors and he'll have guys who are willing, well, have teams who are willing to pay him, um, you know, top dollar to be their quarterback. I'm not sure I want the Jets to pay him $40 million plus dollars um, over the next two to three years to be their quarterback because remember Carr is, you know, in, in his 30s. I believe he's 33 or so. Um, he's not too young um and you have to remember rogers is a specimen he's not a regular quarterback so he'll play probably until he's 40 um he's that tom brady-esque where you know they don't really fall off um too dramatically uh so Derek Carr is not aaron Rodgers or tom brady so you can't you could expect some kind of fall off in the coming years here um but you get Derek Carr what do you get Right. Well, what are you getting, Derek Carr? You're getting a guy who can play within an offense competently. Um, you know, if he has a good defense around him, which he hasn't had really in Las Vegas um, for basically his entire tenure um, with the Raiders, I think I think you can see a much improved Derek Carr. Um, now, of course, he's obviously in his early 30s. Um, you know, this past season wasn't his best. I believe he had the highest turnover interception percentage in the NFL. Um, and that's definitely not a good thing, right? You, you need a quarterback to not turn the ball over. You need a quarterback to, you know, stay within, you know, the confines of the offense if you're a guy like Derek Carr. And you, you can't say the same for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, even Joe Burrow, who does stay in the confines of his offense because he's not too mobile. But, you know, he, he you know, skips around the pocket sometimes and finds the open guy outside of the pocket. But, you know, a guy like Derek Carr, I feel like doesn't, um, you know, make too many plays on his own. I feel like... You know, he, he's a guy who, if the guy, if you know, if a receiver's open, he'll hit him. Uh, he's fairly accurate, and he, he could play well within, you know, good offense, good offensive line, good weapons. Um, you, just, you saw him with Devontae Adams this past year. He was pretty good. Um, he found the open guy and got the ball where it needed to be. But I think the knock a guy, you know, against Carr is what's the ceiling, right? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it Aaron Rodgers' ceiling? I don't think so. I think it's more of a guy who can elevate an offense to – you know, around above average. And I think, is that good enough to, you know, compete in the AFC? Yeah, I think it is. And I think it's good enough to make a playoff spot, especially in the wild card, um, where you're going to have teams like the Dolphins likely and, um, you know, some other teams like the Jaguars fighting for a spot. 
um, next year. Can you beat out those kind of teams? Can you, you know, make it, you know, one or two games deep into the playoffs with a guy like Derek Carr? And I think that's the question that you have to answer yourself if you're Joe Douglas, um, you know, in the negotiation room with Derek Carr uh, at Florham Park. Are you willing to pay him $38 million a year um, over the next three years to compete for a wild card spot? Or, or do you go in all in for a guy like Aaron Rodgers who won't guarantee you a spot in the AFC East, right? He won't guarantee you the top spot in the division, but I think he has a higher ceiling than Derek Carr, even at age 38 or whatever Aaron Rodgers is at this time. Um, You know, I think Rodgers provides you with more options on offense, and I mean that in you know, the nicest way possible to Derek Carr, because I think if the Jets do get him, he'll provide a spark on offense and it'll be better than whatever the Jets trotted out at quarterback last season. Um, but, you know, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's, a different, it's a different vibe, right? It's a different vibe around guys like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall even, you know, coming out of the backfield. The guys are going to have, a, you know, a different energy on offense next season if you see Aaron Rodgers behind center. And I'm not sure if you can, um, you know, you, you get Aaron Rodgers, I'm not sure how you, you you don't, you know, at least compete in the AFC, right? You don't at least, um, barring any major injury, knock on wood, you know, compete in the division, right? You win divisional games against the Bills, the Patriots, and the Dolphins, and you make us, you know, your fight for the top spot. Um, the division doesn't seem, you know, formidable here, right? I mean, you have teams like the Patriots who, you know, decline a bit this year. Um, the Dolphins who, you know, with Tua Tagovailoa, um, his injury history now here, how are they going to look in 2023? Um, and the Bills, of course, who I don't want to say they fell off by any means. Um, they're still super talented and they're still going to add this offseason to really compete for that division again. Um, but they're beatable. The Jets beat them last season at home and, you know, they lost to them away, but it wasn't, you know, a blowout or anything like that. And, you know, this is all with Mike White and Zach Wilson. Um, so what is a guy like Aaron Rodgers going to do? He's going to help you win divisional games. He's going to help you win, you know, the division at the end of the day. He has ruled the NFC North for the past, you know, 13 years or so. Um, and a guy like Aaron Rodgers, in an offense that is going to be ran by Nathaniel Hackett, who Rodgers has had, you know, experience with over his time in Green Bay when Hackett was there a couple of years ago when Rodgers was, you know, back-to-back MVP and, you know, things of that nature. Um, can Hackett, you know, get that out of Rodgers again? Can Rodgers, you know, pull all that magic that he did out of Nathaniel Hackett back in 2020? Um, can can those two mesh again and, you know, become, you know, a formidable force in New York? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's, there are a lot of questions to be answered. And I think the Jets at this point in the offseason, um, very early in the offseason process with, you know, the combine of about, you know, 14 or 15 days away, free agency about 29 or 30 days away here. Um, you know, there's a lot to be done and there's a lot of, ant- you know, a lot of questions to be answered in the coming days. And Rogers is going on his four-day darkness retreat at the end of this week. Um, I'm recording this on Wednesday, um, February 15th. So we're right in the middle of the month here. Um, and Rogers is going on his retreat at the end of the week, he said, on the Pat McAfee show. So, you know, a decision is expected to come after that. Um, what that decision may be, you know, I think he's going to stick with football. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure how the Packers are going to approach the situation in terms of training him. Are they going to reach out to teams and you kind of put him on the trade block or teams going to reach out to them? The Jets have already reached out um, and put in a, a official, you know, request, you know, asking you know, what are you guys planning to do with Rodgers? Are you guys planning to trade him? That kind of thing per Jeremy Fowler. So, um, you know, it's 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 an offseason, another crazy Jets offseason. I think we've talked about these 
you know, I mean, we, we've had these off seasons before, right, where you're you're fishing for the quarterback. This one's a little unique, I think. Uh, it reminds me of 2018 when the Jets were trying to go all in for Kirk Cousins, but Kirk actually just played them uh, under Mike McCagney's regime and kind of just took, you know, the money from the Vikings at the end of it all just to get more money from the Jets. So, um, yeah, I, it, I f- it feels different this time with Douglas at the helm, which is good. Um is Douglas willing to part with, you know, a third round pick this year, conditional first next year and a veteran player for Aaron Rodgers, who you can't, you know, guarantee is here for more than one year. Um, I think he is. And I think ownership is going to step in and be like, yeah, I mean, we have to get a guy to sell to the fan base. We have to get a guy to sell tickets. And that's Aaron Rodgers. And we've seen Woody Johnson before, right? Get a little antsy with this quarterback situation here and, you know, star players, you know, bringing them to New York, right? Uh, You know, it, it's happened before, so Woody is not afraid to, you know, pull out the checkbook and write a blank check for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and you know, um, you know, shift all that, those draft picks to to Green Bay, right? And I think it's 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 come to a point where the Jets, I think, need to open this one or two year window to be competitive here um, with the kind of talent you have on the roster, because you have guys like Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. Um, and some other guys who are on their rookie contracts um, and are not going to last too long on the rookie contracts. It's going to be, you know, before you know it, they're going to be 24 years old and asking for, you know, a bunch of money. So it's time to win now. I mean, whoever's saying it's not time to win now is, you know, pretty misinformed, I think, and doesn't understand the situation that the Jets currently have. Um, you have guys like Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, AVT, uh, Brees Hall on their rookie contracts, right? You're not going to waste it. You have, you know, a bunch of blue chip players here who, um, you know, seem to have accelerated the process in the rookie years, especially guys like Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, who, you know, defensive rookie of the year and offensive rookie of the year. I forgot to mention earlier in the episode, but um, it's time. It's time. It's It's been quite a while um, for the Jets to be competitive in the division. It's been quite a while. Since they've made the playoffs, and I think it's time to finally make that push um, for a division crown and a chance at a Lombardi trophy if you have Aaron Rodgers. I think that opens up the two-year window, and that opens up a chance for you to not only get Rodgers, but, you know, attract, you know, valuable free agents, you know, such as a free safety, such as a wide receiver, such as an offensive lineman. Guys are going to want to come to play for Rodgers. I'm not sure you have that same energy for Derek R. Honestly, I'm not sure you have that same energy for Jimmy Garoppolo for, you know, especially not for probably Jacoby Brissett or Gardner Minshew. Um, so you have to go out and get him. I think that that's my number one option is Aaron Rodgers, and number two is probably Derek Carr. And then after that, I mean, you 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 go around the uh, you go around the carnival, right? It's it's kind of like Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo, and you really go down to those tier three, tier four options in Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, and then I guess you you know explore maybe other trade packages here for other quarterbacks that are not mentioned currently here, um, but. You know, it's for me. I think it's Rogers or Carr or bust. Honestly, for this season, I feel like you get a Jimmy Jimmy G. You could partially sell it to the fan base, but you know, there's the injury factor. Do you then sign a Gardner Minshew to back him up? Do you resign Mike White? And then you know, Jimmy goes down. Knock on wood, he doesn't. But you know, it, there's there's risk with every quarterback. But I feel like Jimmy G, who's been injured the past three seasons, you know, I feel like on and off, it's like you know, it's a 12 game Jimmy um, here and. It's not good enough for the Jets and their roster. You have to have competent quarterback play, and we saw that last year, right? When Zach Wilson went under center for most of the year, it was a train wreck. And I think, you know, Mike White kept him afloat for a bit, but came back down to earth for a few games, and ultimately he's not the long-term answer here. 
And, you know, thankfully we got that answer last season because it kind of would have sucked if we went into Week 17 and Mike played great and, you know, uh, we went into the playoffs and, you know, um, he didn't. He played okay in the playoff game. I don't know what we'd be talking about right now, honestly. Would we be talking about Mike White being the starter next year? Probably. Um, I'm kind of happy we're not there and we're, you know, focusing more on Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. It seems like a more safer option, especially for a roster that needs to win now. Um, rather than going back with Mike White and, you know, testing the waters again for him. And he's been injured a bit throughout his career. Uh, I feel like he can't stay healthy throughout full games. So, um, you know, it, it's time. It's time to go all in. And, you know, I'm on the Rogers train here, and hopefully the Jets are too. So if you guys have enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow me on Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan. And I'm going to look for any final thoughts here um, that I missed throughout this episode. I feel like I always miss one or two here. But I think we're pretty much um, wrapping it up. Darrell Revis and Joe Klucko also making the Hall of Fame uh, via NFL Honors. Uh, but I'm sure you guys have already saw that um, circulating all over social media. And, um, you know, if you can make it out to Canton in August, I'm guessing the Jets are going to be in the Hall of Fame game, considering they have two Hall of Famers inducting this year. Um, you should go. I heard it's a great experience. And, you know, it's uh, probably, probably just a fun game to go to, even though the starters don't play much. Um But with that, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go here. 13-minute episode. Um, And hopefully, you know, the Jets finish next year with 13 wins. That's the goal, right? Um, Let us finally compete in a division that we've been, you know, I feel like bottlenecked in. I don't want to say dominated, but I feel like we've been bottlenecked, you know, from first place. And I feel like it's finally time to break that curse and, and win some football games. So with that... Uh, you guys can, you know, catch me on Instagram, Twitter, and I'll see you next week for another one of these.